0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 547. Lessons learned from my love-hate relationship with yoga by Brittany DaCosta of BrittanyDaCosta.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is the podcast where I act as your very own personal narrator and read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online. And a happy Tuesday to you, and if you're listening in real time, it's also a happy birthday for me today. Yeah, I guess today is my birthday. Before I get to today's article, a quick reminder. We give away books to random people on our mailing list. So if you want to be in those drawings, make sure you're on our mailing list, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. I'll give you another quick reminder at the end of the show. But for now, I'm sure you're anxious to hear this love-hate relationship with yoga. So let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Lessons Learned from My Love-Hate Relationship with Yoga by Brittany DaCosta of BrittanyDaCosta.com. When I first started yoga several years ago, I did not like it. I kept it up hardcore for around six months until one day I was suddenly so fed up, I walked out right in the middle of a class. I barely set foot in another yoga studio for the next few years. And each time I did, I'd always end up thinking, why am I here? This isn't for me. I typically thought of yoga being a good complementary workout to my usual routines, but overall, I really just didn't get it. To me, it felt stuffy, overrated, and full of awkward postures. And God forbid, if I had to do another chaturanga, I thought I might hurt somebody. Fast forward to living in LA when I gave yoga yet another chance. Something had shifted. I started to incorporate yoga into my routine regularly and started to look forward to it at least as much as I looked forward to any of my other workouts. I didn't realize it then, but what had shifted was me. I had changed. Why is it that I hated yoga so much when I first tried it? I believe it was for a combination of reasons. Here's what I found and the lesson to be learned for each. Reason number one, I wasn't ready to feel vulnerable. Those heart-opening poses, I gotta tell you, they force you to feel emotions that have been put in place to protect ourselves since childhood, and I just wasn't ready for it. I had those guards up for a reason, and yoga made me feel uncomfortable in ways the gym never could. Instead of heightened emotions, it would show up for me in much more passive-aggressive ways. In my closed-mindedness, all I could think about was how weird it all was. Like, what's this intention thing they're always talking about at the beginning of class? And why do I have to sit Indian-style after class is over and say namaste? as if we even know what that means. Lesson learned, if you feel this way, you may need it more than anyone in the room. Seriously, if I had been more willing to be open-minded and see yoga for what it really was, my journey to become a better person and ultimately towards inner awareness would have started so much earlier. If you give in to yoga with an open mind, you'll be amazed at what it can do for you. Reason number two, I was in it for the workout. Me about savasana. You want me to lay here and do nothing for a full five minutes? This is valuable time we're talking about. I'm here for a workout, people. I thought yoga was about the poses and the Instagram-worthy balancing postures. I hate to break it to you, but if you're only in it for the workout, you're gonna be sorely disappointed. Yoga actually means unity. Ultimately, it has nothing to do with exercise. Well, not really. It's about the union between your mind and body. Practicing yoga gets your body ready for meditation. It's a spiritual practice that connects us to a higher power, whatever that means to you. Now don't get me wrong, yoga is definitely a great workout. I think getting some good exercise out of an extremely powerful spiritual practice is a pretty awesome bonus. Lesson learned, take the time to slow down and understand yoga for what it truly is. Personally, I always find it easier to appreciate something when I have a better understanding of it. Go to each class knowing it's meant to help you become a better person, somehow, some way. Also, I always thought of a good workout as needing weights and far more intensity than a typical yoga class. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that my body has been trying to tell me to lay off for quite some time. Oh, those aches and pains. And I kept ignoring it so I could have the perfect body. Well, with only a few months of mostly just yoga, I love what yoga has done for my body. And I've barely touched a weight or had to grip my teeth through a single burpee. Win-win. Reason number three my first studio felt clicky. I didn't realize what a big difference each studio is from the next. At the particular studio I had started going to, not a single person, teachers included, knew my name, despite going there for months. I could have sworn I walked into an exclusive club I wasn't invited to. I felt so far removed from the stay-at-home-with-a-full-time-nanny-mom crowd that even though they were nice to me, I found it hard to feel it was possible for me to fit in. I've been to many studios since but the main one I practice at now has an entirely different vibe. Some of the students are in it for the workout, sure, but I feel that most are in there for more, even if they're not sure what that is yet, which I think is totally awesome, by the way. Plus, I love the teachers. I swear, they know every student by their name and remember every single thing we tell them. Lesson learned? Try out a variety of studios until you find one that feels right and then keep going back. Make an effort to get to know the teachers and your fellow yogis. Every journey is always more enjoyable when you have someone to share it with. My yoga journey has come a long way since the beginning when I tried so hard to like it without much success. Thankfully, I kept going back and now I couldn't imagine a world without it. I started yoga teacher training this past fall and we graduate this weekend. I couldn't be more ecstatic to be your teacher just as you teach me daily. Thank you, yoga, for letting me be myself and do what I love. You just listened to the post titled Lessons Learned from My Love-Hate Relationship with Yoga by Brittany DaCosta of BrittanyDaCosta.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you're in the hunt for a yoga studio and still haven't found one that you're happy with, something I recommend is actually take yoga at a local community college. It's pretty cheap, and then the folks they hire, those folks that are gonna instruct you, know what they're talking about because the hiring process is pretty strict. I was kind of forced into trying yoga. I didn't feel like it was my thing, but I started at community college, and the other advantage I found was that almost everybody in there is a beginner, and they have no idea what they're supposed to be doing, which made me feel a little bit more comfortable. Going to a yoga studio, you may go in there, and there are people who have been doing it for years, and they've got the gear on, They know exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Their poses look perfect. And here, you're just struggling to keep balance when you're trying to do the tree pose with one foot on top of the other. No joke, I showed up to my first yoga class at the community college in like shorts and a t-shirt. I didn't have all that fancy gear. I still don't. But that was pretty much how everyone else looked and everyone else kind of looked lost. And again, that made me feel like I was in okay company, that I'm not gonna be the only one who doesn't know what they're supposed to be doing. But since that time, I actually took the class repeatedly with the same teacher at the community college level and loved it. I, like Brittany, didn't like it at first, but I grew to like it. Granted, I'm still not the most flexible person, but I know it has helped improve my flexibility. It does help me relax. It's amazing what it does to my mind. And the other thing I learned for me is that for me to really get a lot out of yoga, I need to have done some kind of hardcore workout the day before, and be ready for another one the day after. Then I don't feel so badly about doing some stretching and posing in between. All right, before I go, don't forget, we do book giveaways every month to random people on our mailing list. So if you wanna be a part of that, plus you'll get some free spreadsheet tools from us and lots more, come by oldpodcast.com and join the weekly newsletter. It's totally free, and it's a great way to show your support. Again, you can join at oldpodcast.com. All right, that's it for today. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Thank you as always for listening and I'll be back here tomorrow as usual. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs